Mississippi Tech victory. This is the Kings Road Slayer, Derek Neal. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Weekend Wonder Child, the Friday Nightlight, Miss TGIF Mia Friday. This is J.R. Kratos, the most feared, the most legit wrestler in professional wrestling. You're listening to the Wrestleville Podcast with Vinny Berry, and I'm Brittany Brooks. You're listening to the Wrestleville Podcast. Where wrestling lives. Hey guys, I'm Clara Carter, and you're listening to the Russellville Podcast. You're listening to the Russellville Podcast. I'm your host, Vinny Berry, and my guest today is Clara Carter, professional wrestler of two years out of North Carolina. How are you, Clara? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you very much for coming on. I wanted to reach out to you and talk to you. You got some championships. You've been wrestling for two years. You've got uh, a good pedigree of training behind you. So I wanted to, uh, you know, talk to you about your interesting story. Talk to me a little bit about your career so far. So I made my debut in 2021 in November. Um, I started training in October of 2021. I'm originally trained by Dr. Tom Pritchard. Um, at the Jacobs Pritchard Wrestling Academy, and I now am based in North Carolina, and I train under the Beer City Bruiser, and I am the Imperial Pro Wrestling Women's Champion and the AIWF World Women's Champion. You, you can't go wrong with any of those guys. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm very, yeah, very, very blessed that I left Dr. Tom's and then fell in the lap of Beer City Bruiser. That's insane. <laughs> Yes, yes, because he's he he uh, trained under Harley Race. Yes, mm-hmm. can't go wrong with Harley Race, right? Yeah, one of the the toughest guys in the business, and and uh, wow, had a passion for pro wrestling. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. what was it? What was it about these gentlemen? Uh, I'm kind of curious. Um, you know, let's let's start off with the first two guys you worked with. What was I'm kind of curious if there was one thing they emphasized on, and then something that uh, the Beer City Bruiser emphasized on that was similar. Mm-hmm. It's very similar because Bruiser trains us the same way that Harley trained him, um, and it's. Dr. Tom is very, very old school, so he would just try to murder us for four hours, five days a week. And that's very similar to what Bruiser does. The only difference I would say is that Bruiser likes to sprinkle in a little bit of the new school age of wrestling, whereas Dr. Tom's, it was very, like, footwork-oriented, very submission, grab-a-hold, you know, mat work, stuff like that. So, yeah, that would be the difference. It's a little bit of new school from Bruiser. Right, right. So, and when you say new school, uh, a little more stuff on your feet. Right, right? yeah. And um, do you think that those two different styles that you've been able to adapt to them and and kind of, you know, cultivate your own? Oh, yeah. It was, uh, I was very, it was very nice to train with Dr. Tom because of how mat-based it was because I um, grew up doing jiu-jitsu so I was very used to like the grind and like super intense training so I was very happy with the way that Dr. Tom tried to kill us. The other people were kind of not very happy about it but 
I think it really did help me stand out as a woman's wrestler, especially because women don't typically train very old school that way. They aren't very mat based anymore. Um, so I think it really did help me a lot. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, mm -hmm. you know, you can do a lot of storytelling with that style, right? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, um, there, there are stories of, um, uh, golly, well, I know Dory Funk was one of the wrestlers in the, in the match, but when they they tell a story when the people would get out of their seats to uh, get the popcorn, they would mm -hmm. do something in the ring that would sit them back down, right? And you can do the, yeah. that. Oh, yeah. You don't want to take your eyes off the action because mm -hmm. you, you just might miss something. Right. I've talked to a lot of guys, you know, and they've talked about the style of wrestling you know, today is, is sometimes the problem with it is, is it's a little too fast. Yeah, I agree. There's certain stuff that I just can't watch. Like I try and I'm like, you lost me. Like I, I like the, the ups and downs, the hills and valleys. Most of the time it seems like it's just, you know, you need a dip every now and then to relax people a little bit just so you can bring them back up again. Right. Right. And, and you need that that question mark to go over mm -hmm. your head. What are they doing? What's, ha right. what's going to happen next, right? You know, they're kind of baiting you along and you want to, you know, you you want to see whatever the reveal is, right? Right. Yeah, exactly. I was uh, talking to a uh, wrestler out of Arkansas and I watched one of his matches on, uh, on YouTube and two big guys, one had a uh, mixed martial arts the other was a brawling style, and the guy, the brawling style, was ended up on the outside of the ring, and you know, he wouldn't, he would come back in. The guy wouldn't let him come in. He, you know, but mm -hmm. there was a story being told. And I, when I, right. got to, hey man, did you guys wrestle? It almost looked like it was a long go, long on going, mm -hmm. right? You know, and so that's. And it wasn't, but that's what, you know, outsider mm -hmm. coming in, watching that, that's what it looked like to me. And that's really right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. A lot of people think that uh, nowadays they just think it's about moves. And I'm like, it. like you see so many people do a shooting star, or a Spanish fly, like no one cares anymore, you know? Right. It, 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 it the excitement is kind of, you know. Yeah. When when you see a million of them, it's like who cares? it doesn't matter anymore. Yeah, give me a good old fashioned sleeper. Right, literally, just grab a headlock. There's so many matches that I watch where they never lock up or grab a headlock. I'm like, what is happening? Right, right. Well, that's good. That's good for you, young lady. Mm -hmm. Doing the business, getting deep fried in old school wrestling. Right, <laughs> right. Yeah. It's good. I mean, I love old school wrestling. That's like I. That's why I can't really watch a lot of the a lot of the newer stuff. I just find myself falling back on the old stuff because it's just it, it's never not entertaining. Well, in the beginning, I asked you, "Hey, do you know who the Von Erichs are?" And you're like, "Come on, man!" <laughs> yeah, I love the Von Erichs. Eighties wrestling, old Texas wrestling. Doctor Tom would make us watch it all the time. 
What do you remember uh, some of the matches or some of the events that maybe he he showed you? Do do you remember any of the the wrestlers or maybe a particular match? There was one. I wish I can remember what the names what their names were, but every Friday Dr. Tom would have tape study and he would he would never show us a current match. I think the most current match he showed us was Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania, both of them. Um, but for the most part, it was just old 80s stuff. There was one that stood out, not for a good reason, and I hope that he doesn't <laughs> murder me for this, but it was in black and white. And it was, I was so confused because it was just 20 minutes of a hammerlock. It just a hammerlock. They didn't do anything. There was maybe one reversal. And I was, I still to this day don't know why he showed it. But it just, I still get flashbacks from it every once in a while. Because 20 minutes of a hammerlock, I've never seen it before. Do you think the two guys in the ring pulled it off? Um, I think, yeah, they did, actually, yeah. Because he showed it to us for a reason. <laughs> right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, you know, there are some matches for me that, I'll watch and I'll say, hey, that was a good match, right? I mean, like, and then there's, I'll, I'll come across, across one and my wife is like, are you watching that one again? Didn't we see that one already? I'm like, honey, it's so good. Right. I'm going to like, check. She doesn't get it, but I do, you know, and I have, I have some matches like that. What, what, what's that match for you? Oh my goodness. I I love Shawn Michaels. He was one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. This week, recently, it's been Shawn Michaels versus Ric Flair. I think I watched that one like three times just this week. I don't know why. <laughs> I just said, I want to watch that match again. So it's been that one. Obviously, Shawn Michaels versus Undertaker, obviously. I watched Dr. Tom's matches over and over a lot when he was in the heavenly bodies uh mainly because i like to watch like to pinpoint when he gets irritated or like why he did something a certain way um but recently it's been a lot of Shawn michaels replays for me okay indeed the one that really stands out in my mind that i i know i've seen many 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 times is um the match with bailey and sasha banks when bailey mm -hmm. won the belt yeah, that it he belt for the first time. Mm -hmm. I, I've seen that many times. The match that uh, Terry Von Eric won the world title. Oh yeah, at, mm -hmm. I've seen that many times, and then mm -hmm. that's a pretty simple and quick match. Oh yeah, mm -hmm. I showed it to. I was visiting my family over Christmas, and I showed that match to my little brother. He's eight. He's nineteen now. Um, and he, he doesn't really watch wrestling all that much anymore. Um, so I was like, you're going to watch this one. And I showed it to him and he was just in awe the whole time. His eyes never left the screen. And I think that was the first time he's ever done that for a wrestling match. So that was really cool. I I don't mean to brag, but I was in the stadium that day. We were? I was. Yeah. And it was hot. I bet. I bet. It was really hot, and that was the last wrestling match my dad took me to outside. <laughs> yeah, if I ever asked him, hey, will you please take me to the wrestling matches? He was like, 
Inside only, boy. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, yeah, that was that was a good card. That was a good memory, you know. And and also too, you know, well, the Von Erich movie, as we're talking, recently came out, and so you know that's been all over Facebook. You can't you can't not get on Facebook and scroll without seeing that. Have you had seen the Have you seen the movie? I did. I watched it when it came out last week. Okay. And what was your what was your impression of the movie? Uh, the one thing that really stood out to me was I didn't, they didn't include Chris Von Eric, and I didn't really like that because I thought they, I understand that it might have been too much to add all of the brothers in there, but I, I thought it would have been nice if they included him. Um, I thought it was, it was very sad. I did shed a few tears at the end, but it brought a lot of variety of emotions like it was very sad but then it was also really cool to be able to go back in time and to relive you know how the territories were back then I feel right. like the director did a phenomenal job with the whole movie yeah I thought I thought the movie was good and I in the sense of it being a movie right mm -hmm. yeah you know um knowing the history of that territory like I do to me I could really pick see the things. inaccuracies yeah and and there was quite a few that that match that they said was 1986 with with Kevin and Rick Flair mm -hmm. well in the movie uh Mike died before right Right, and then Carrie broke his Carrie broke his right. ankle in WWF, not in NWA. He actually he had the motorcycle accident in 1986 when oh, Lance was there, right? I think it was right. June 1986, but in the movie they made it look like he had the accident in 1986. Right after, yeah, the title won the title, yeah. So. It was little things like that. Of course, they 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 made a disclaimer. You know, this movie is inspired by a true story. I get it, mm -hmm. but you know, I, I know how the Von Erich fans are. I in right. I mean, <laughs> right. They wanted to hang me when that came out. So, <laughs> you know, so I, I guess if you're. You're gonna go in there and say, "Hey, you know what? I want to watch an entertaining movie." Mm -hmm. It's it's gonna do it. I, I watched it with my sister-in-law, and she was like, "Wow, I enjoyed that movie." What did you think? Yeah, and I said, "Well, it wasn't so much fun for me, but because right, because I was catching a lot of stuff that mm -hmm. I didn't think was accurate." But right, yeah. I, and I'm going to go see the movie again, so. <laughs> I think I am, too. I really liked it a lot. Yeah, it's it, it's that good of a movie, and, and I never catch everything the first time, you know. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, yeah. I could watch something all, you know, and then the next time I said, wow, I didn't catch that the first time, you know. So, right. All right. So you, you've been wrestling with uh, AML, right? America's yeah. Most Liked Wrestling? What are they doing? Is that Winston-Salem? Where they Yes, Winston-Salem, North Carolina. And that company's been around for a while. I mean, mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Um, they did. They started Russell Cade. What? How many years ago in Russell Cade? I think eleven years ago, and then I think they had their first AML shows that eight years ago. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, I know they've been around a while, and you know. I've seen some of their shows on pay-per-view mm-hmm. on the title match network. It always, they always got good wrestlers. They've got good matches. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. And be kind of like, to me, one of those independent wrestling promotions. That's, that's a little bit of a cut above, right? Mm-hmm. Right. I would, I would put them in the same category as maybe, uh, Ring of Honor or, you know, AEW mm-hmm. or even NWA or, or GCW or anything like that. But, I mean. They're <laughs> phenomenal. They definitely, they run the, the wrestling scene in North Carolina. That's for sure. Right. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. For sure. And you get a lot of big names come through there. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. We have uh, Brock Anderson. Uh, C.W. Anderson, first of all, is a, he's a. A regular there. George South is a regular there who's an icon and absolute really I love CW also. Um Brock Anderson's gonna be a regular this year, I think. Uh hopefully Arn will tag along with him for a few shows. Um but yeah, they've just been very blessed with having really good, strong old school talent really help their entire locker room. Yeah. Yeah, well when you're around guys that you've already mentioned and then guys that are in and out of that promotion i mean you'd be silly you know not to open your eyes and listen right right? Mm -hmm. yeah and i didn't say open open your eyes and listen right (laughs) open your eyes yeah yeah because you know what they're i mean you can learn so much from them oh, yeah. and, and and believe almost anything they say, right? About wrestling. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Even it's... as a woman too, you know, I'm always I'm always listening to George and I'm always listening to C dub. And there's I've noticed that uh even if there's like new women trainees coming in through the school, they don't really take the time to listen to the, to them especially. And I think that as a woman it's very important to especially study the old school wrestling because It'll make you stand out, you know, in a very good way. Right. And and obviously it's it's working for you. Right, yeah. Cause I don't I don't do a lot in my matches. Like I'm very, very old school. So it's just something you don't see very often. And if you want to be different, just study eighties wrestling and pull stuff from there. Cause people haven't seen it in a while, you know? Right, right. I know there was a since the Von Erich movie came out, George does the claw a lot. And uh, one of the trainees at AML, he says, wow, does George do the claw because of the Von Erich? And I was like, well, yeah. Steve, like, he's paying tribute. <laughs> they were like, dude, who invented it? Was it George or was it the Von Erich? <laughs> yeah. What, what do they say? Uh, the... Uh... The best kind of uh, flattery is stealing. Right. <laughs> or copying somebody. Yeah. Copying somebody else. So. 
So um, you also wrestle with the Allied Independent Wrestling Federation, right? Yeah. Now, kind of explain to me what you know about it. I've I've talked to Matt Classic a time or two. Mm-hmm. I know a little bit. It it's independent wrestling, but he's kind of got his hand all over the place, right? Uh, yeah, all over the world. Um, he has companies in England and Japan and Ireland, like literally all over the world um, and all over the country. Like when I won the title, he pulled me aside and then he said, I just want you to know this is going to be the busiest you've ever been in your life. I was like, OK, buddy, I'm ready. I know I started in their Mid-Atlantic company, the AIWF Mid-Atlantic. Um, I started there two years ago, I think it was when I had my first match. But they tried to send me to Kansas, Missouri, like everywhere. So, and so you're doing some a little bit of traveling. Before I won their title, I always made it a point to travel outside of North Carolina um, because I always felt like you needed to get. There's a different style in every state, so I I wanted to be able to go out and wrestle in all these different ter- like places to get a feel for different crowds and stuff. But it definitely is picking up now that I won their title, um, especially overseas, which I'm very excited about. Do you do you have plans to go overseas pretty soon? Oh, yeah. I have my passport ready to go. All right. Do you have any idea where you might go first? Um, England has been the most uh, requested one. I really, really, it's on my bucket list to go to Japan, um, do a little tour there. Um, England and Japan are the two at the top of the yeah. list right now. That's awesome. That that, think- that would be good. Yeah, yeah. You 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 can't ask for two better places to go the first time you leave the country, right? I mean, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know the scene over there. I, you know, when I got, I got hooked up with some wrestlers from Scotland. You know, I just started interviewing some wrestlers from Scotland and I started watching some wrestling over there. And, uh, man, I mean, was really impressed with the style over there. And, uh, you know, before I knew I went back over my, my podcast list and I was like, well, that guy's from Scotland. She's from Scotland. I was like, wow, you know. And and then of course I've started getting a lot of numbers in Scotland, but mm-hmm. to me it's like a it's a whole different planet because right I never I never watched wrestling really outside of the United States whether it was someone I was following that was maybe wrestling outside of the states, but to follow right. a scene like that, you know I hadn't really done that you know mm-hmm. yeah so it really opened my eyes to really how big. Wrestling really is right, and right? It's just we've only been talking about the United States and England, right? It's a big country out there, a lot of words, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, what do you, um, and oh, also, too, I saw that you were associated with a group, you and your friends, the Fighters Club, yes. <laughs> you want to, you want to touch on that? So right now it's really just me and JAC, who's the big one. Um, it started off with me, JAC, and David Parrish, but David kind of wants to go do his own thing now, which is totally fine. Um, 
but yeah, it was just we both we all three have uh backgrounds in martial arts. David wrestled in high school, JC did MMA and he wrestled in high school. And I did jujitsu and wrestled in high school. So we all kind of just came together and we were like, hey, we're we're fighters and we bring something unique to the table. So that's how that came about. All right. Yeah, jujitsu. I knew a little something about MMA. <laughs> I the only only sport I I participate in was boxing. But I did work with some guys that were really, 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 really into jujitsu. Yeah. And uh I and one of my friends, he was like seventy years old. Yeah. It's one of those sports where you, you can literally do it until you, you just die on the mat, which is crazy. Yeah. I think I, I think that's what's probably going to happen with him. Right. <laughs> but, you know, he won in his age division first place in the world. Mm -hmm. In the world. Really? Yeah. He's done it twice. Wow. Yeah. That's really impressive. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's he's real. He always asked me if I wanted to roll on the mat. It was like, not with you. <laughs> yeah, maybe that maybe that eight year old kid over there, right? But you know, if if you got the skills, it really doesn't right. matter what size you are, right? I mean, if you got oh yeah, <laughs> so what is what you know? What's next for you? Defending these titles, getting your name out a little more, traveling a little more. Oh yeah, um, earlier. Earlier this week, I made a list of, I like to always make a list of accomplishments I want to to accomplish in the next year. And um, I definitely, two big states that I haven't wrestled in yet that I really want to are Texas and Florida. So those are on the top of the list. Um, I definitely want to go overseas, which is also in the work. Um, and just get my name out there to as many people and places as I can because I, I want I would wrestle every day if I could, you know. So just looking for places where I can wrestle on a Tuesday, a Thursday instead of just, you know, your regular Friday, Saturday, Sunday. But there's definitely some big things in the works for twenty twenty four because I've been I've been already planning and taking notes. So it's gonna be a very exciting year. Well good. Well I'm excited for you. And I can't mm -hmm. I can't wait to see what happens. Oh yeah, and and I, I'm I'd good. be looking forward uh, for you to come to Texas because I do get oh, yeah. shows and into different cities from time to time. I've made some shows in Dallas. I made some shows in San Antonio and Corpus Christi. So I'll let you know when I'm down there, and I'll send you all the places I'll be at. That'll be good. That'll be good. All right. Well, where can fans find you on social media? Um, I'm mainly on Instagram. That's where I post the most consistently. It's at Clara Wrestling. Um, it's the same thing for my Twitter, but I never post on there. You can tag me and stuff. I'll see it, but I won't post on there. Um, and then Facebook, it's Clara Carter. Um, that's mainly for like people that I know and stuff like that. But Instagram at Clara Wrestling is where people can find me. All right. Well, Clara, it has been a pleasure talking to you it's been a pleasure getting to to learn a little bit about your career and 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 meet your cat yeah he's psychotic he's only three months old so oh yeah babies yeah he's been a pain in the butt all day 
Well, Clara, it's been fun. Thank you for being on the show. Thank you so much for having me. And I will order both of your books and I will let you know what I think. I'm very excited to read them. I'm excited. I'm excited too. You're listening to the Russellville Podcast, where wrestling lives. Read about the Northern Wrestling Federation in the book presented by Russellville.com, The Pro Wrestling Fall, Volume 2. Hear the story of Roger Ruffin, the man who trained, Carl Anderson, the Monster Abyss, Jordan Clearwater, Chris Harris, and Jillian Hall. Get your book today at Russellville.com. Russellville, it's where wrestling lives.